Hello, fans, and welcome to This Day in Baseball, where we're going to bring you a full radio broadcast of today's game. And before we do that, I just want to thank Classic Baseball Radio, and there's a link in the notes where you can uh, check out their full channel. They have many, many great radio broadcasts. And while you're listening to today's game, if you want to check out much more about the game and the players, look on the links below, and you're going to see uh, links to player pages, the date the game happened, the year it happened, and the play-by-play. Enjoy the game, and check out the links while you're watching the game, and please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that every time new content comes out, you're going to get that uh, firsthand. And thank you again for checking out this day in baseball, and enjoy the game. Well, there's a great crowd in the Los Angeles Coliseum that probably is around 50,000 at the moment. Watches now as the players go back to their dugouts. Drysdale continues to warm up off to the right. Jerry Walker continues to warm up to the left. The umpires are coming up. And very shortly now, this 1959 second All-Star game will be underway. First, let's pause. Ten seconds for station identification. WGY, WGFM Schenectady. The umpires now have moved out to the plate. Working back of the plate today, calling balls and strikes in the National League will be Bill Jakowski. Charlie Barry of the American League will be at first base. Tony Benzon of the National League will be out at second. Bill Summers of the American League will be at third. Down the right field foul line of the National League will be Ken Burkhart. And representing the American League down the left field foul line will be Hank Starr. So as manager Fred Haney meets out there with the umpires and awaiting the arrival of manager Casey Sengel of the New York Yankees, and as the whole general atmosphere of baseball now centers on home plate as Casey Sengel moves out to discuss, along with the umpires, just a brief review of the ground rules which they discussed rather carefully before the game. It is my pleasure now to turn you over to the gentleman who will take you along the first half of this ball game. A fine broadcaster, the voice of the San Francisco Giants, Russ Hodges. Thank you, Bob Neal. You did a wonderful job of setting the stage and explaining the rather complicated ground rule setup. We'll get busy right now with the starting lineups. Undoubtedly, both managers will let this great crowd at Los Angeles see most of the stars as the afternoon goes on, but this is the way they will start the game. For the American League team in the visiting gray, the National League team, the home team here, playing at first base from the Boston Red Sox, Pete Runnels. At second base, little Nellie Fox of the Chicago White Sox, hitting in the number two spot. And starting in left field, and he drew as big an ovation as we've ever heard here, Ted Williams. Behind the plate, Yogi Berra hitting in the number four spot from the New York Yankees. In center field, Mickey Mantle hitting five. In right field, a youngster and a great ball player, Roger Maris from Kansas City. Over at the third base spot, Frank Malzone from the Boston Red Sox. At shortstop, and for a while today, a lot of folks thought that this kid might be the bat boy. So small is Louis Aparicio of the Chicago White Sox. And what a glove man he is and a good hitter. And the rookie right-hander, Jerry Walker, who has won eight and lost five on the season with a fine earned run average of 2.63 from the Baltimore Orioles, will be the starting pitcher. For the National League All-Stars, at second base from Cincinnati, Johnny Temple. 
At third base from the St. Louis Cardinals, Ken Boyer. In right field, baseball's leading average hitter, Hank Aaron from Milwaukee. In center field, the Giants' great center fielder from San Francisco, Willie Mays. At shortstop, Ernie Banks from the Chicago Cubs. Starting at first base, and he got a wonderful ovation too, Stan Musial from the Cardinals. In left field, Wally Moon from the Los Angeles Dodgers. The catcher, Del Crandall from the Milwaukee Braves. And Don Drysdale, whose overall record on the season is 14 wins and six defeats, goes to the hill. And the National League All-Stars take the field wearing their own home uniforms, basically white, but uh, at third base, Boyer will wear the Cardinal red sweatshirt at shortstop Banks with the blue sweatshirt and cap. Mays in center with the white uniform, the orange and black insignia of the Giants, and so on around as each player will, can be identified easily by his own peculiar mannerisms of the colors that the two teams wear. So we're about ready for the first pitch of the second All-Star game of 1959, and it's a big thrill and the fans of Los Angeles have responded in a wonderful style. As Bob Neal told you, a crowd of approximately 50,000. And of course, here in Los Angeles, we have quite a bit of sunshine and heat blistering down, although there is a breeze blowing, quite a good one, in fact. And it's blowing out straight towards center field to those uh, cavernous outfield reaches where you've really got to tag the ball. You recall the great pitching of Drysdale in the first All-Star game when he pitched Hitler's ball. And Don is out there to try to do that again this afternoon as he will face the leadoff batter of the Boston Red Sox leading off for the American League All-Stars, Pete Runnels, a left-hander. Pete can slap that ball to any field, and he is batting 315. A tough man to keep off the bases. Here's the first pitch. Drysdale fires its strike call over the outside corner. Bill Jacowski going with the right hand. One strike is the count. Drysdale's into the windup again. Lets up and is low with ball one. One ball and one strike. Comparatively shallow outfield alignment. That very close left field screen has Wally Moon playing well toward left center. Don Drysdale winds and throws again. There's a swing and a miss. Strike two. Runnels. As Bob Neal reminds me, is a fellow that hits the left field a lot, takes a lot of the pitch, and can whip it over there in the left field, plays second and first. In fact, at one time, played some shortstop for the Washington Club. The count is one ball and two strikes. Drysdale fires. There's a swing and a miss. Strike three. Pete Reynolds goes down on strike. Drysdale hit the inside corner with a fastball that really had whiskers on it. The matter coming up now is... Nellie Fox. He's up there now, one of the most colorful that you'll ever see. Nellie, a veteran of these all-star games. One of those fellows that never seems to take the big cut at the baseball, but every once in a while he muscles up and he'll pound one out of the lot on you. Choking up just a bit. A left-hander against Drysdale. Don lets up and is inside with ball one. One ball and no strikes with one down, the base is empty. The thumper, Ted Williams, is off to our left, swinging a couple of clubs around. A real sentimental choice for this game. Drysdale fires again. Here's a swing and a foul strike. Back to the screen. Count is one and one. 
Bill Jakowski calling balls and strikes. We have the six umpires today with umpires manning the left and right field foul lines. Drysdale throwing one and one to Fox. Misses outside, ball two. Count of two and one. Drysdale very seldom comes overhand. It's mostly a three-quarter delivery and an occasional one that comes in by way of third base. A virtual crossfire. The young right-hander is ready. The count is two and one. He throws. Here's a swing and a foul strike to the left, going back into the seat. Count two balls and two strikes. There's plenty of room to chase foul flies down the left field line, particularly for the third baseman. Down the right field line, the stands jut out very quickly. Count even up on number two, Nellie Fox at two and two. Here's Drysdale pitching. Here's a pop foul out of play again on the count holding. And two balls and two strikes. This is really a shirt sleeve crowd today. Plenty of colors, not a cloud in the sky. A beautiful picture for America's national pastime. Drysdale shakes off a sign from Crandall, and Nellie Fox decides to back out now. With one down and the bases empty, top of the first inning and no score. The Dodger right-hander fires. Here's a swing and a slap foul to the left side out of play. That one didn't miss the screen very far. The count holds with two balls and two strikes. One player missing today from the National League team, Orlando Cepeda, who bruised his wrist Friday, re-injured excitedly, sat out Sunday, and it was decided that he should stay at home and take additional treatment. A two-and-two pitch. Outside, ball three. Drysdale attempted a curve that failed to get the corner, and the count goes to three balls and two strikes. John is having a fabulous year for the Los Angeles Dodgers, one of the prime reasons why they're a real contender. Now the count is three and two to Nellie Fox. Drysdale fires. Fox takes wide. It's ball four. So Nellie Fox walks, becomes the first base runner of the second all-star game of 1959, and the batter will be the thumper, Ted Williams. And we wonder if Ted is going to try to rise to the challenge of the Pacific right field screen. It takes a big poke to get over there, but Ted has the type of power that when he hits them, they'll go out of any part. May switches into right center. Aaron down the line. Drysdale throws. Williams takes a strike call. Fastball over the outside corner. Wally Moon is playing at least 150 feet away from the left field line, giving Williams all of that left field screen if he wants to swing there. Big Ted waiting, batting 238. Here's a swing and a ground ball down the first baseline, taken by Musial. He spins, throws it to Johnny Temple. Williams is out, moving to second base on the play. Here's Nellie Fox. That play going from Sam Musial to Johnny Temple. Here is Yogi Berra. The Yankees' great star for low these many years. Yogi steps in with a season's batting average of 292. A real veteran of all-star play, a left-handed batter. Nellie Fox at second base. Drysdale studying him now. Two down, a runner on. Here's the pitch for Drysdale, and here's a swing and a high pop foul. Out of play, strike one. Two men down on the top of the first inning. 
With Fair off there now, who can punch the ball to any field, Moon, the left fielder, has moved closer to the left field line. May still shades into right center. Newsiel very deep at first base, and Aaron down the line in right. Drysdale pumps, delivers, strikes two, call. Glider that got the inside corner to the left-handed bat. Down is 0-2. Now Drysdale decides to take a trip to the rosin bag. In the on-deck circle is the Yanks' great all-round player, Mickey Mantle. Don Drysdale ready. Yogi Berra waiting. Here's the pitch to York wide. Ball one. One ball and two strikes to count. Now to count one and two as Drysdale has Barra down to the two-strike count. Don is ready again. The pitch to Yogi. Fastball wide. Ball two and a count of two and two. You know, you love this game of baseball, but if you had to stand up there against a fellow like Drysdale, particularly as a right-handed hitter, I think you might lose a little bit of your vest for the game. He never lets you see much of the ball. It comes right out of that uniform of his, and it comes mighty fast. Ready for the two and two pitch to Barra. Three on that back three on the side of the time. All the American League All-Stars in the top of the first inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. One left on. And so at the middle of the first inning, the score is nothing to nothing. Now against young Jerry Walker. Johnny Temple standing in, batting 328. The great second factor for the Cincinnati Redlegs. Jerry Walker with his record of eight and five. Delivers Temple takes high and inside. Ball one. Johnny is a pet. He can get on there in any way at all. He doesn't mind getting nicked by a pitch if it means a ball game. Great knowledge of the strike zone and enough power to get him out of the park. Ball two, high and inside as Jerry Walker's curve seems to take off a bit. So Temple now looks down to Billy Herman coaching at first base to see what the instructions are on the 2-0 pitch. The American League All-Stars failed to score in the top of the first inning. Johnny Temple is leading off with the National League All-Stars. Jerry Walker throws 2-0. Temple takes strike one, a fastball on the inside corner. Johnny has not swung the bat so far. Now two balls and one strike. Temple's the kind of a kid that uh, just uh, fought his way on to this ball club. Rated too small for a long time, but they found out that he's had what it takes. He attempts the bunt and fouls it off. Strike two. Even up two and two. This Jerry Walker from Ada, Oklahoma, and he is just a broth of a boy, only 20 years old, weighs 190 pounds, and stands six feet. Got even up at two and two now. Walker throws, Temple swings, a line drive, base hit to left field, bounding past Williams to the screen. Temple is primed for two, and he is in there with a stand-up double. Jerry Walker, the youngest pitcher ever to pitch in the All-Star game, as Johnny Temple lashed one over shortstop, and as Ted Williams came in, not attempting the catch, but to make the pickup, the ball took an awkward hop over his left shoulder. He did not touch the ball. It is scored as a two-base hit. 
And now against Jerry Walker, the batter Ken Boyer. Hitting 301 during the regular season with the St. Louis Cardinals. And he supplies a lot of their power and a lot of their runs batted in. He's a definite threat in any park. 18 homers on the season. 65 runs batted in. No score. The National League threatening. Jerry Walker throws. Boyer takes ball one inside. Count one and all. Johnny Temple on at second. The outfield of Williams, Mantle, and Maris in just about a straightaway defense against the right-handed hitting Ken Boyer. Ready for the 1-0 and pitch. Walker throws. There is ball two. Too low. Boyer has a good fastball. Or rather, uh, Walker has a good fastball that he tried to get over the inside corner, but it was a trifle low on the count. Two balls and no strikes. Johnny Temple and Nellie Fox, two of the smallest men on the field, exchanging greetings out at second base. Henry Aaron's in the on-deck circle. Walker throws now, and Boyer swings, grounds one to the right side, and Fox picks up, throws to first. In time, moving to third base is Johnny Temple. So the National League All-Stars have the chance to score first with the runner at third and one down, and Henry Aaron stepping up to the plate. And what a year he's having, and what a ball player he is. There's a hand for the introduction of Aaron. Aaron batting 366 with 29 home runs and 87 runs batted in. This early in the game, the American League playing the infield back. Not too worried about the possibility of scoring the first run. The pitch now to Aaron. Low, ball one. Willie Mays will follow. Aaron, number 44, in his Milwaukee uniform. The National League team in the white uniforms, the American League in the traveling gray. Temple down the line. The pitch to Hank Aaron. A swing and a high flat on the right field line. Temple tagging up. Coming over quickly is Roger Merritt. Makes the catch coming across the line. Here's a throw into the plate. Johnny Temple passes Yogi Berra, and he scores. And Yogi was up the line trying to block the plate. And Temple just covered him and came on in to score with the ball getting away. So the National League leads on the sacrifice fly by Hank Aaron, one to nothing. Now, Fellow had a lot of success in this Coliseum and in his seasons with the Giants, Willie Mays. On the season, not quite up to his usual average, but always a threat. The uh, center field of Willie Mays batting 293. Jerry Walker winds, throws to Mays. Mays takes high and inside. Ball one. Two down, bases empty. National League one, American League nothing in the bottom of the first inning. Ready for the one and zero delivery by Jerry Walker. Mays swings, rounds it deep to third base. There's the neat pickup of Malzone, the throw across to Reynolds. Mays is retired. And so are the National League All-Stars. In the bottom of the first inning, one run. One hit, no errors, nobody left on. At the end of the inning, the score is National League 1, American League nothing. In the top of inning number two, in the second All-Star game of the season, from the Coliseum in Los Angeles, leading off will be Mickey Mantle. Mantle will be followed by Roger Maris and then by Frank Malzone. 
55 runs batted in and 20 home runs. Hitting left-handed against Don Drysdale, who winds and throws, and Mantle takes ball one, low and inside. One of the real long-range drivers in the history of baseball. Drysdale pitches again to Mantle. That is low for ball two. Two balls, no strike. The baseball season now past the 100 game mark. The interest in the national pastime during the months of August and September always is terrific. The 2 0 pitch. A let up strike called on the inside. Drysdale gave him the big motion. Got the inside corner. It's 2 and 1. The 2 and 1 wind up. Fastball, a swing and a miss. He might have fouled, tipped it. The ball was held on to by Crandall. It is strike two and a count of two and two. Mantle is leading off in the top of the second as the National League leads one to nothing. Johnny Temple scoring from third on a sacrifice fly hit down the right field line off the bat of Hank Aaron. Two balls, two strikes to count to wind up a Don Drysdale the pitch. A bunt past the mound, in quickly Frank cannot make the play, and Mantle pulls off his specialty, a two-strike punt, and he dragged it past Don Drysdale. Frank tried to charge the ball near second base, could not come up with it, and it is a base hit for Mickey Mantle, and the first hit off Drysdale this season in the All-Star Game competition as he had gone three innings against the American Leaguers in the first game played in Pittsburgh. That and I is right fielder Roger Maris, Kansas City, whose average is 326. Roger has 14 home runs. A left-handed hitter. Drysdale goes to first, and Mantle was almost caught going the wrong way as Musial tagged him high on the shoulder as Mantle was sliding back in. A left-handed batter, Maris, waiting. Drysdale goes to first again. Mantle is back. You have to keep Mickey close. And with this big crowd here, the incentive to steal is undoubtedly there. He has stolen 17 times for the Yankees on the season. Musial keeping him close. Drysdale looks over there. Now pitches. He doesn't go. Swing and a miss for Maris. Strike one. There's so many facets of the game of baseball that are thrilling, and fellas like these all-stars can do them about all. They can... Hit the ball out of the lot, they can steal, they can perform the sensational fielding feat. There goes Mantle, the ball swung on and missed, the throw to second base, and he's got him. He's out of second. Roger Maris swung at the ball, good pitch. Sandal fired a strike to Ernie Banks, and Mantle was out sliding. The count now is two strikes on the left-handed batter Maris. Drysdale double-checks the count. It is two strikes. Here's Don winding the throw again. This is outside. Ball one. One ball and two strikes. It certainly took a perfect throw by Del Crandall to get Mickey Mantle, and that one is right on the button. Now waiting for the one and two pitch. Drysdale sends it in outside for ball two and two. 
The National League leading one to nothing in the top of the second inning with one out. Mickey Mantle was just thrown out of tested to steal second. It's a two and two count to Roger Maris. Drysdale throws a let up to top side, ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Can't get over the size of this crowd in this big horseshoe, the Coliseum in Los Angeles. A wonderful turnout. Three and two pitch. Maris swings and misses, strike three. And Drysdale gets him down to the three and two count. That's when he reaches back and gets something extra. And he's really had that fastball buzzing today. The third baseman now, Frank Malzone from the Boston Red Sox, batting 277, has 64 runs batted in. Tough man at that plate. Drives Dale Crow to him. There's a long drive to left field, and that one could make it. And it's up over the screen for a home run for Malzone. Frank Malzone ties it up. Ties up the game at 1-1, and Bob, I believe that gives you an indication of the way the sentiment goes here today. I believe it's all for the National League because it was just a little polite round of applause for Miles O'Neill. Here is Roy Aparicio, the shortstop from Chicago, playing for the American League All-Stars, batting 273, high and inside, ball one. The drive by Miles Zone for the home run, not particularly well hit, but well up over the screen. It's his first all-star home run. The next pitch to Aparicio is inside for ball two and a count of two and all. Don Drysdale checking the scoreboard. The count two and all, the score tied at 1-1. Drysdale throws, Aparicio takes inside, and it is ball three. Three balls, no strike. Here's a 3-0 pitch by Don. There's a strike called on the inside corner to Aparicio, wearing his number 11 from the Chicago White Sox. One of the lightest men in baseball. 3-1 pitch. Bounding ball foul at the plate. The count goes to 3-2. Three, three balls, two strikes. Two down, bases empty. The American League All-Stars won. The National League All-Stars won on the top of the second inning. Drysdale ready. Buzzes it in. Ball four. Low and outside. Drysdale not overly fond of that call. As he walks his second man. He's given up two hits and one run. And Jerry Walker. The youngest man able to pitch in the All-Star game is coming up. Jerry Walker. And with Aparicio at first base, again, the American League All-Stars made a nice Drysdale looking at Aparicio over at first. Lobs over there. He's got a much better toss than that. And we're just putting that one in the showcase, so to speak. Now the pitch to Walker. High for ball one. One ball and no strike with two down. A runner at first base. 
Cosmopolitan number two in the All-Star game of the Coliseum in Los Angeles, California. There goes Aparicio, and the ball is taken for a strike, and Crandall lost the ball. It bounced off his glove. He did not have a chance to make the throw, and since Aparicio was running, that will be considered a stolen base. During the season for Chicago, he had 33 up until today, so he gets on there. Now the National Leaguers decide to warm up a relief pitcher as Drysdale is having a bit of trouble out there, and it's Roy Face. One and one pitch. Walker swings and misses strike two. Two men out. The score is tied at one one. Crandall with another sign now to Don Drysdale. Big Don stretches. Now steps off. Aparicio moving back into the bag. The second baseman, Temple, the shortstop, Banks, not trying to keep him too close. The count, one ball and two strikes. Drysdale fires. There's a swing and a miss on a curve, and it is strike three, and the side is retired. For the American League All-Stars, one run on one hit. There were no errors. One man is left on, and as we move to the bottom of inning number two, it's a tie game at 1-1. Ernie Banks leads off and swings on the first pitch and fouls it down the third baseline. Strike one. Banks is batting 3-10. In Chicago, where he plays for the Cubs, they call him Mr. Everything. He has 99 runs batted in with 29 homers, 5 triples, and 16 doubles. An average of 3-10 for this right-handed hitting shortstop. Facing right-hander Jerry Walker. Walker throws. Banks swings, foul tips at strike two. Walker, something of a surprise starter by Casey Stengel, who had intended to start his own great reliever, Ryan Deren. But he had to use Aaron yesterday, and Walker has certainly showed all-star class. Here's the pitch to Banks. There's a swing and a ground ball. Slowly hits the left side. Charge a mile zone. Over to first base in time. Ernie Banks is out. That's one down in the second inning as the Nine, American League and Rumor has it that Stan the man may retire. We don't know about that. We're tickled to death to see him in the All-Star game. Here's the pitch to Musial. It is high and outside for ball one. Musial appearing in his 17th All-Star game has a batting average of 309 for those 17 games and nine runs batted in. Left-hander with a count of one ball and no strikes. Jerry Walker throws again. The man swings and fouls it back. Strikes one and one. One ball, one strike. Certainly wonderful that they have that cool breeze here today. As you know, this part of the country can get mighty warm during August, but it's very comfortable. One and one pitch, a slow curve, and a swing and a foul. Strike two. Can't get over the poise of that Jerry Walker out there, only 20 years old, appearing in an all-star game. For all of the excitement he's portraying, he might just as well be pitching back on the sandlots of Ada, Oklahoma. Now Walker facing Stan Musial. 
Jerry Wines throws to Sam. That is low and outside. Ball two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Yoga Vera working behind the plate. Miles Zone at third, Apri short short, Fox at second, and Ronald at first. Williams, Mantle, and Maris, the starting outfield, still in there here in the bottom of the second inning. The two and two pitch to Musial, a curveball and a foul, as he took a late swing and fouled it back to the screen. Stan was looking for one in the wheelhouse, but that one wasn't in there, but he had to swing to protect. Two balls and two strikes. Jerry Walker gets the new baseball now. They're deep from usual on the infield. And outfield with the exception of Williams, who's playing a shallow left. Here's the 2-2 pitch. High for ball three. So the count goes to three and two on Sam Musial. The target now from Yogi Berra. The three and two pitch for Walker. There's a swing and a high foul to left field out of play. And there's an all-star game souvenir for some lucky, lucky fan back there. Three and two the count. Barrel with a new baseball back to Jerry Walker. Usual, Krzyzewski and Yogi Berra in a bit of a conversation at the plate. Now the 3-2 pitch. Usual fouls another one deep to left field. That's out of play also, and the count holds at three balls and two strikes. Gets another baseball. New Zealand, that picturesque batting style of his, left handed hitter, crouching low at the plate. Now the pitch inside, ball four. Walker came in with a slider that missed the corner, and New Zealand draws the base on ball and becomes the second base runner for the National nice League All Stars as the score is tied at 1 1 in the bottom of the second inning. Member of the Los Angeles Dodgers after having had quite an extensive service with the St. Louis Cardinals. The left-hander whose season's average is 292. New Zealand's at first base with one down in the bottom of the second inning. Right-hander Jerry Walker hurling for the American League All-Stars. Fires to Wally Moon. High. Ball one. One ball, no strike. Casey Stengel said that he might have to use a lot of pitchers today as he doesn't want to put too much weight on any pitcher's shoulders. Several of his hurlers have worked recently. Now the pitch to Moon. He checks, takes a call strike over the outside. Fastball at the knee. One and one. One ball and one strike to the left-handed batting Wally Moon. Here's your leading away. Walker throws. There's a swing and a foul of the screen. Count one and two. Joukowsky sends a new baseball out to Jerry Walker. Moon moves the bat around very well and is a threat to hit the ball off the left field screen here at the Coliseum as you pitch him outside. And also has the power to hit it over the right field fence. 
Here's your ready to go. The fix the moon will let up. And a line drive. Grabbed at first base by Reynolds. Tags first base. And he's put a place in those double plays. Pete Reynolds making a headlong dive off the bat. And it's no run. No hit. No errors. Nobody left on at the end of two innings. The score is all tied at 1-1. The American League All-Stars send up Pete Reynolds. And he swings and fouls one that apparently winged catcher Del Crandall just a bit. Here's it had hit him on the fleshy part of the left arm, but he's all right. As so often happens in this game, you turn in a sensational play, and it's your turn to bat to lead off, and that's Pete Reynolds who's made the stab with a line drive by Wally Moon and turned it into the double play. Counter strike one. Drysdale winds, throws again. Inside for a ball. Reynolds, Fox, and Williams in the top of the third inning. The two clubs tied at 1-1. Here's the one-and-one pitch now. Reynolds swings, fouls it off strike two. His first time at bat, Reynolds was a strikeout victim. Gene Connolly is throwing in the bullpen. Drysdale swings. The batter swings and fouls it off as Drysdale fired it in. And it's one and two. Like Eugene Connolly, who has been a big help to the Philadelphia Phils, will more than likely be the middle inning pitcher today. Drysdale, of course, is scheduled to go only three. Ronald's waiting for the one and two pitch. Don delivers as a swing and a foul over the visitor's dugout. Back out of play. Count is one and two. The two clubs are tied. Malzone has the only home run of the ball game. Now the pitch. And another swing and another foul. Zooming back among the customers. Out here to see baseball at its best. Between the great players of the American and National League. Ready for the one and two pitch. A let-up is outside for ball two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Reynolds played straight away with Moon guarding the left field line quite a bit. Two-two pitch. Back three call. Third ball on the inside corner, and Reynolds walks back to the bench. Drysdale striking out his fifth And Nellie Fox became the first base runner today when he walked back in the first inning. Is up now. This is the top of the third with one down, and the base is empty, and the score tied at 1-1. Frankie Crosetti coaching over at third and yelling, let's go, Nelly. Here's the pitch. Outside, it's a ball. Cookie Lavagetto coaching over at first. Count one ball and no strikes. Drysdale walks off the hill to... A little bit of landscaping out there. I like to keep that mound as smooth as possible. One and oh, pitch to Fox. Line drive, face hit to right field. In quickly as Aaron picks it up, gets it back into the infield, and Fox is on with hit number three for the American League. Mantle had the first hit. He bunted past the mound and beat it out. He was thrown out ceiling. Then with two down, Malzone homered over the left field screen. Here is Ted Williams. Drysdale pitches, and boy, there's a big swing and a miss. Strike one. 
Higgins had ideas on that one, and you can see why that fellow's had such a fabulous batting career. There's a quick go to first base. Fox is back in. Williams batting 4-17 in all-star competition. Who'll ever forget the game that he broke up back in 1941 with that dramatic home run in Detroit? Sends a high drive to center. Well back in the left center is Wally Moon. He's got room, and he makes the catch. And it is out number two. That ball with Mays tipping over into the right center was hit almost straight away to center. And Moon, who had skated well down toward center field, made the catch. Two down. Fox had to go back to first. And here is Yogi Berra. A strikeout victim his first time. Score tied at 1-1, top of the third inning. Nellie Fox, who wrapped a single to right field, is on at first. Drysdale throws to first quickly. Musial attempts no tag as the runner is back in. Don Drysdale checks it first again and quickly whips to first. Fox has only four steals on the season, but he's a very heady base runner. Now the pitch to Yogi. There's a swing and a long drive to right field. It's got a chance. Back is in. And that's all a con for a home run for Yogi Bell. And it is amazing that that is Yogi's first all-star game home run. He's had a lot of other hits, and he's played in a lot of all-star games, but that is his first home run in all-star competition, and the American League leads at 3-1 to one as Nellie Fox scored ahead of him. Here's the pitch to Mantle, inside for a ball. That homer by Barra pulled sharply down the line, sailed over the 333-foot mark, and had a lot of room to spare. The American League leading, 3-1. to one. Mantle batting, the count one ball and no strikes. A let-up is inside for ball two and no strikes. Barra apparently was waiting for that one. Now the 2-0 pitch to the Mick is low and outside. Ball three. So the American League starting to show its power. Now the 3-0 pitch. Strike called over the outside. It's 3-1. Yogi Berra on the season has 14 homers for the Yanks. And he picked a tough part to hit his first all-star game homer. That's strike two calls a mantle over the outside. The count going to three and two. Barra in his 11th All-Star game gets his first All-Star homer. Three and two pitch. Ball four outside. Mantle walks. Drysdale gives up his third base on ball. He has allowed four hits, three runs. His club trailing now 3-1 to one on the top of the third. And right fielder Roger Maris, the strikeout victim, on his first trip to the plate, is up now. First time that he's been selected for all-star play and has not appeared. Drysdale lobs to first, and Mantle is back in. Mantle is out feeling his first time. Here's the pitch to Maris. There's a line on the right field. Aaron is coming quickly and makes the grab on the run to the diamond. In the top of the third, it is two runs, two hits, no errors, one left on, and the score going to the bottom of inning number three is three to one American League. 
Val Crandall leading off in the bottom of inning number three. We'll have a pinch hitter for the National League All-Stars. Early win is throwing for the American League. Crandall with a season's average of 254. Takes a swing and misses. Strike one. Crandall appearing in his fourth All-Star game. Batting 125 with one out of eight. Here's Walker throwing. Here's a line drive foul. The left field strike two. Eddie Matthews is out on back. He will act as the pinch hitter for Don Dryfield, who has wound up his three innings. Two catchers chatting to each other up there. Yogi Berra and Dale Crandall. Count on two. Score 3-1, the American League leading. Jerry Walker throws to Crandall. Ball one outside. Crandall acts as the captain of the Milwaukee Braves and reminds you a lot of a quarterback. Here's the pitch inside for ball two. He's always straightening up during the game to position somebody or to act as a holler guy. He has a count of two balls and two strikes as he leads off and Walker throws. Crandall fouls it to the right. The count holds it two and two. Gene Conley continues to throw for the National League. Early win for the American League All-Stars. Count now at two balls and two strikes. Bill Crandall leading off in the bottom of the third inning. Jerry Walker into the windup. The pitch. Foul back. And a continued count of two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Later on in the day, of course, we'll get the official paid attendance. It has to be a big one. Jerry Walker pitching for the American League. Throws to Crandall. Bell beats another foul at the plate. And it holds at two and two. No changes for either club as yet. We'll see the first change when it comes to pitcher's turn to bat. Eddie Matthews will bat for Don Drysdale. Walker and Crandall hanging in there. The two-and-two two pitch. Crandall lines one to the center field. Base hit. Coming over quickly to pick it up his mantle. Fires behind the runner, and Crandall has to slide back in. As Mantle showed off that power of that fine throwing on Crandall had made the big turn, expecting the throw to go into second. Suddenly there was that baseball on its way to first. That is hit number two for the National League All-Stars. And Eddie Matthews is up now. Matthews playing in his fifth All-Star game. Has had one out of 11, and he is batting for Don Drysdale, who worked three innings, gave up three runs, four hits, walked three, and struck out five. The lead for Crandall at first base. Walker delivers. High on outside. Ball one. Jerry has walked one man, Sam Musil. Bottom of the third inning. The tempo of the game increasing. Now that one team has established the league. And the uh, National League, the sentimental favorites here in Los Angeles because of their team, the Los Angeles Dodgers. The lead for Crandall. 
Here's the pitch. Matthews fouls into the screen. Strike one and one. That report that you hear, there's a plexiglass backstop, ground level, and they come sailing back there once in a while. Shake you up. Nobody down. A runner at first. That's Del Crandall. As Eddie Matthews is the batter. Ready for the one-on-one one pitch. Here's a swing and a high foul to the right. Out of play. Count is one ball and two strikes. Right-hander Jerry Walker. Only 20 years old. is 1-8 and lost 5 for the Baltimore Orioles. And he doesn't appear to be overawed by this all-star game situation at all. Matthews waiting on the 1-2 and two pitch now. Jay Walker's ready. Throws. Matthews swings and misses. Strike three. Eddie was batting an even 300 with 73 runs batted in and 30 homers. And he went down... Going for a high fastball toward the outside. That is strikeout number one for Walker. And here is Johnny Temple, the second baseman. Temple doubled over shortstop his first time at bat, went to third on an infield roller off the bat of Ken Boyer and scored when Aaron hit a high flight on the right field line, caught by Maris, but deep enough for Temple to score. Crowded at first with one out. Jerry Walker throws. Back called over the outside corner to me. Crandall bluffed the go there at first, but didn't. Now Temple checks with Billy Herman, who coaches for the Milwaukee Braves during the regular season. Walker throws to first base to Ronald. Back in is Crandall. Here's the right-hander ready again. Walker throws to Temple. Johnny attempts to butt, misses as a throw to first base, and Crandall is barely back in. Temple is telling Bill Kukowski that he did not run at the ball, but it is called strike two just the same. Six on pass today. Kukowski calling the balls and strikes. Charlie Vera, a very rather, at first. Tony Vincent at second base, and Bill Summers at third with Burkhardt and Stewart taking care of the left and right field foul line. Temple is at a count of two strikes now. A good man at hitting that ball to right field. Jerry Walker throws. Johnny Temple swings and sends a high drive to center. Mantle is back. Half room. Waiting makes the catch. Out number two. So that puts it all up to Ken Boyer. It's the National League All-Stars that are doing his scoring here in the bottom of the third inning with two down. American League leading... Three to one in the bottom of the third. Boyer appeared in his third all-star contest. He's been a fine hitter in his two other games. He has four out of six up until today. Four out of seven now. The pitch to Boyer, strike over the outside corner. Ken's a right-handed hitter and one of the three Boyer brothers to make the big leagues. Cloyd, Cletus, and Kenny. 
The on one stretch. Now the pitch to Boyer. Low for a ball, and it's one and one. We'll start seeing some changes now after three innings as manager Casey Stengel and Fred Haney have some great stars that they want to show the fans here on the West Coast. The count is one and one. Straight away and deep defense in all departments against Ken Boyer. The lead McCrandle at first. Now the pitch. Low for ball two. Two balls and a strike. The American League went ahead off Don Drysdale in the top of the third inning when Yogi Berra homered over the right field screen. After two and one stretch, here it is to Boyer. A take wide for ball three. That was a slider that went a little too far. Got three balls and a strike. But now Boyer looks down inquiringly at Billy Herman, the third base coach. Crandall is in on the secret. 3-1 pitch. There's a swing and a foul down the third baseline. The count three and two. Well, in this situation, Crandall will be going. Fan yelling because the fan down the left field line failed to stop that ground ball as it was bounding into the seat. And then a park attendant got it. It's three and two to Ken Boyer. Two down. Three to one, the American League. Leading the National League at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. A quick go to first base, and Bill Crandall is back. Baseball out to Jerry Walker. The breeze and one of quite a bit of force is blowing straight out toward center field. Certainly not a gale, but it's enough to cool off the Coliseum and help fly balls that are hit near the fences out in that direction. Again, the 3 2 stretch. The pitch, Crandall goes. Here's a high pop up to the left side of the infield. Waiting for it is Aparicio. And the shortstop has it, and the side is retired. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man is left off. At the end of three, the American League three, the National League one. Pause, 30 seconds for station identification. WGY 810 on your radio dial, WGFM Schenectady. Well, it's the hottest team in town. Jim Schultz and the team of expert mechanics and salesmen at Schenectady Plymouth. Sales are zooming, trade-ins bring more, the service is unbeatable. Drive up Plymouth from Schenectady Plymouth, 1016 State Street. A new pitcher for the National League, Ken Conley, comes in, and as Jerry Walker walks to the bench for the American League All-Stars, 
Wood is given a fine hand. As this uh, young right-hander worked the first three innings against the power-laden Knights of League team, held them to two hits, conceivably could have had a shutout had it not been for a bad hop on a single hit by Johnny Temple in the first inning that resulted in a double as the ball bounded over the head of Ted Williams. He went the full three innings, gave up one run, allowed two hits, walked one, and struck out one. So now Gene Conley, formerly with the Milwaukee Braves, before that the Boston Braves, and now with the Philadelphia Phils is the oncoming pitcher. Conley is making an appearance in his third All-Star game. He has won one while losing one. A towering right-hander and a great basketball player with the Boston Celts. The pitch to Frank Malzone is low and inside for ball one. Conley represents the only player change for the National League so far today. Gene throws to Malzone, low for ball two. Malzone homeward over the left field screen his first time at bat. This is the fourth game for Miles Zone in all-star competition. Here's the 2-0 pitch now. Zyke, a fastball over the outside. It's Miles Zone, Aparicio, and a pinch hitter for Jerry Walker in the top of the fourth inning. The count is 2-1. Conley winds, throws. Miles Zone takes ball three. High and outside, it's 3-1. Three balls and a strike. Here's Conley firing again. Malzone swings and pops it high. Foul. And out of play to the left, even though Kenny Boyer chases it all the way to the seat. The National League team, in fact, with its starting lineup with Moon and left, Mays in center, Aaron and right. Boyer at third. Banks at short. Temple at second. Angel at first. Sandal catching, and Ian Conley, the only replacement. The three and two pitch to Frank Malzone. Here's a bounder back to Conley. He steers over to Harley. Goes to first, and draws a big hand as uh, Conley showed his basketball ability and went far up in the air to come down with that. Now, Louis Aparicio is about it. His third all-star game. One of the real speedsters of the game. And on the season, batting 273 with the Chicago White Sox. And one of the big reasons why they're leading the league. Here's Conley pitching. Aparicio swings and fouls it to the right. Strike one. In goes to Rosenberg again. Miles on number 11. Or rather, uh, Aparicio, number 11, waiting. Swings, bounds it slowly to the left side. Up with it is Boyer. Hits the first, and Aparicio is out for out number two. Now the American League will send up a pitch hitter for their starting pitcher, Jerry Walker. Pete Runnels in the on-deck circle. Yells over to the bench. Let's have a hitter up here. And Gene Woodling, who's having a fabulous season with the Baltimore club, is... Coming up to pinch hit for Jerry Walker. The left hand is batting Woodling. Has had some days here of late that 
Straight for headlines when he drives in all the runs. Batting 341 on the season with 61 runs batted in and 13 homers. And Gene has always been the type of hitter that when he gets in a streak with that beautiful groove swing of his, it is almost impossible to get him out. A stocky left-handed batter. Against Conley, Gene throws, woodling swings, and pops it foul to the left and out of play. Strike one. The National League has used one pinch hitter, Matthews, who was a strikeout victim. And Woodley, guarding the plate, crouching very low as Conley throws. Gene swings on a change-up curve, and it's strike two. Two down, the base is empty. The American League All-Stars leading 3-1. to one. The on two pitch for Conley to Woodley. The bounding ball deep to first base. Grab the Sam Musial, and Musial runs over and bags the bag, and the bat is retired. And he draws a big hand for that, and Conley gets a hand too. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. We move to the bottom of the fourth inning. The score of the game is American League 3, National League 1. Here in the Coliseum in Los Angeles, California, where the score is the American League 3, the National League 1, a new hurler comes on early win. He has been selected for all-star competition six times. He has been in five games. And early has one win to his credit and no defeat in all-star competition. On the season, this great right-hander for the Chicago White Sox has won 14 while losing six. And it's one of the active players around who has given a chance of reaching the 300 mark in victory. He will face Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, and Ernie Banks in the bottom of inning number four. Aaron, up his first time, set a sacrifice last night. might have to miss a pitching turn or two. He's having a picture made the other day, and the bench collapsed, and about, uh, as Early says, about 10 big fat guys fell on him. But his uh, foot appears to be all right. The one and all delivery, swing and a miss by Aaron on a high-breaking curveball that broke in across the letters. The count is one and one. The American League All-Stars leading, three to one. Henry Aaron batting. Over the 400 mark for a long time on the season. Now at a tidy 366. One and one pitch. Aaron goes for a high fastball and doesn't get it. Strike two. The count now is one and two. Early win studies these signs. No other changes in the American League defense. Just in the pitcher's box. Here's the one and two pitch now to Aaron. A swing and a high pop-up. Get right near the mound. Coming over third base with Miles on. And Frank makes the one-handed catch as apparently the sun had him bothered a bit, but he was able to glove it one-handed. That will bring up Willie May. And Mays and Wynn have faced each other many a time. In the, in the World Series of 1954, and also many times in spring training as early 
was a pitcher for the Cleveland Indians for years when they trained against the Giants over in Arizona. Wentz studying Willie Mays with one down in the bottom of the fourth inning. Early has been keeping everything high. He pitches now to Willie. There's a clear strike call on the inside corner. Boy, he broke off a beauty. Mays batting 293 on the season for the San Francisco Giants. Early win wine throws again. Curves that misses outside. It's the ball one and one. Ball on strike with one down. The National League fans here getting a bit impatient, starting to rattle those hands together. They want some activity. Here's a one and one pitch to Mays. A swing and a high pop up to short right field. Nelly Fox is drifting back. Getting a beat on it now. And he makes the catch for out number two. Two men down. And Ernie Banks, the great shortstop of the Cubs, will be up. Number 14. Ernie grounded out to third his first time. Shortstop. Banks appearing in his fifth All-Star game has batted 11 times with three hits. Two doubles. He's looking for his first All-Star home run. Ernie win delivers. Banks takes a slider strike called over the outside. The American League leading 3-1 to one with two down. The base is empty in the bottom of the fourth inning. As Wynn winds, delivers again. Banks takes a high curve inside for a ball, one and one. On occasion, but not too often, Wynn will show you the knuckleball. Only when he figures that he has you set up for it perfectly. It's not his Sunday pitch at all. It's one and one fastball. A swing and a miss. Strike two, one and two. Straight away and deep defense for Ernie Banks. Now the one and two delivery. Back swings and misses. Back three. The Nationals are out of order. No run. No hits, no errors. Nobody left on. And so at the end of the fourth inning, the score is the American League three, the National League one. There is a lineup change for the National League. Stan Musial has been relieved at first base, and Frank Robinson will go in to take over there. As we have the top of the order up for the American League, Pete Runnels, Nellie Fox, and Ted Williams. Gene Conley, in his first inning of pitching, retired the tail end of the batting order. Miles on Aparicio, and Gene Woodling with no difficulty. Now he'll be facing the top of the order, Ronald Fox and Williams. In the top of the fifth, the American League leading 3-1. A home run by Malzona, counting for one of their runs. A two-run over by Yogi Berra over the distant right field screen for their three. A double by Johnny Temple and a sacrifice fly by Hank Aaron. Accounting for the only run for the National League All-Stars. Conley pitching to Pete Ronald from the Red Sox. There's a batter hit slowly to the right side. And it's fouled before Frank Robinson at first base can pick it up. Foul ball, strike one. Runnels in a great battle for the American League batting title last season. Was nosed out of the last few days of the campaign by his own teammate, Ted Williams. He hit from a crouch. Chokes up a bit. 
And his left-handed batting stance. Shallow outfield defense against him. Conley gives him the fastball down low for ball one. One ball and one strike. Jim Conley throws again now. Fastball is inside, ball two. Conley came straight over the top that time. Coons racket with the Phils, nine and seven. The Philadelphia club had trouble winning on the West Coast in regular season play until Conley picked into a win over the Giants at Field Stadium in San Francisco. Ball three, high and inside with a fastball. Three and one. Hoyt Wilhelm, he with the dazzling knuckleball. Start warming up. With Elston Howard. Conley is low. Ball four. And Pete Reynolds walks as Conley walks his first man and submits his first base runner since he came on. Drysdale worked the first three for the National League, gave up three runs all earned on four hits. Walked three and struck out five. Now Nellie Fox will be the batter, and Del Sandal decides this would be a good time to go out and have a chat with Jim Conley. With Wilhelm warming up, we saw early wind head for the showers, and that must have been Casey Stengel's general idea of just that early pitch one inning. As Wilhelm is firing the knuckleball down the left field line. Nellie Fox had a conference with Cookie Lavagetto, the first base coach. They tell Reynolds all about it. Reynolds is on the bag now. Is Fox a good man for the bunt or the hit and run? Chokes up on the club. Here's the lead at first base. Overhand curve called a strike. And Ellie Fox has been selected for all-star play nine times and has appeared in eight games. Overall average of 346. And today a perfect record with a walk and a single. Top of the fifth inning, 3-1 the American League leading. Conley checks at first, throws to Fox again, a pitch out, but the runner Pete Reynolds at first was not going. Ted Williams has a couple of pieces of lumber. It's Loosening up, down to our left. Temperature in the Coliseum today is 70. The pitch. Fox slaps one foul to the left side out of play, and it's a count of one ball and two strikes. One and two the count. Nobody down, a runner at first. Frank Robinson right on the bag with the runner. Conley throws, and Fox wins and grounds it to Johnny Temple, who goes to second to Banks for one, back to first, no double play. Just one out on the fourth and second base. Johnny Temple, number four, to Ernie Banks, number six, if you're scoring. And again for his third appearance in the game, here is Ted Williams. Ted has bounced out to first and slide to left. Selected for all-star play 16 times. Here's the lead at first, the pitch to Williams, low for ball one. Ted has had only one real good cut at the ball today. That was his last time up when he thought he liked one, and he took a tremendous swing. He missed, but you can certainly see that wonderful rhythm and power that he possesses. Here's Conley's pitch, the change up, misses the outside for ball two. A quick throw to first base, and sliding back in there, then first is Nelly Fox, and he tore up quite a bit of Los Angeles real estate getting back in there. 
count. Two balls, no strike. Ted Williams, the left-handed hitter waiting. Conley throws to Ted. Strike at the knees. A fastball on the inside corner. The count now is two and one. The fans thrilling to the threat of Ted Williams. Here's the two and one pitch, a swing and a foul to the right side. The count goes to two and two. Ted, injury prone throughout his entire career, has had more than his share of tough breaks. In fact, it was in an all-star game a few years ago in Chicago that he collided with the left field scoreboard and broke his wrist. He's had numerous other injuries, mostly during spring training. Here's the 2-2 pitch for Williams, a swing and a miss, strike three. Conley struck him out on a sinker ball. Up at the plate now, Yogi Berra, responsible for the two-run lead for the American League, as he homered. Over the distant right field screen, one of the toughest spots for the left-handed hitters for a home run in baseball. Two down, top of the fifth inning. Ronald, who walked, is at first base. Conley to face Yogi. The trick, a high curve inside, ball one. There has been selected for all-star play 12 times as a third and 10 game. Jim Conley fires again to Yogi. There's the curve that gets in over the letters on the outside. A call strike one and one. Four hits for the American League All-Stars, just two for the National League. Shift around to the right on Yogi now as Conley comes in wide with ball two. Count two and one. Wally Moon, the left fielder, well down in left center, giving Yogi all of the left field line. Here's the two-and-one pitch. Bear swings and fouls it in that direction, but it's out of play back among the spectators. Even up, two balls, two strikes. Baseball interest and rivalry here on the West Coast intense between the Giants and the Dodgers. Here's a curve and a swing and a foul back and a continued count of two and two. And then with the fact that Milwaukee is visiting the West Coast, both to play San Francisco and then Los Angeles during the coming week, everybody wants a ticket of the bargain. And the same prevails around all of the other cities in the National and American League. Here's Conley's 2 2 pitch to bear, swing and a miss, victory, and the side is retired. No run, no hit, no errors. One left on. Moving to the bottom of inning number five. The score is American League three, National League one. Now playing left field on the American League. Moving to the bottom of inning number five. And ready to take over now as we have a few lineup changes. You've heard this fellow on many of the famous sports events, the bowl games, All-Star and World Series. Playing the season, you're here with the Cleveland Indians. Bob Neal. Thank you very much, Russ. Hello, everybody. We're ready to move into the last half of the fifth inning here in the Coliseum. So far, the pitchers have been the dominant factor. Although Yogi Berra's big bat, as Russ told you so eloquently, swung once and drove one deep over the fence. And then another big swing by Malzahn has given the American League a 3-1 lead. The combined pitching of Jerry Walker and a fine pitching performance by Early Wynn in the one inning he's worked has limited the National League to hit. We have some changes now in the American League lineup. Al Kaline has gone to left field. 
And going out into right field is Rocky Calavito. We've got some changes in the umpiring, too. Bill Summers of the American League will take over at the plate. And going down to uh, first base will be Ken Burkhart. And out in right field is Bill Joukowsky. Now, Joukowsky's coming out now. He'll go down to third base. We'll check them for you, give them to you as they work out. Frank Robinson is coming along. And Robinson, uh, who took over at third base, at first base for Sam Musial, moves in there now, first time at bat. So Bill Summers works the plate. And Frank Robinson steps in. Fine ball player from the Cincinnati Red Legs. Started as an outfielder, has moved to first base, has been a great help to manager Freddie Hutchinson in the Red Legs. The outfield shades to left. First pitch by win. A swing, a drive deep in the left field. That ball is carrying, and it is going back, and it is over the fence for a home run. Frank Robinson picks on that first pitch from early win a fastball, and he drives it high over the left field fence, left center field fence, if you will, about 335 feet away. So the nice league, rather quiet up to this time, suddenly strikes with devastating force, and they pick up a run, and it's 3-2. to two. Robinson on the first pitch gets his first all-star game home run. Up there now is Wally Moon. He lined into a double play on a fine snag and a line drive by the first baseman, Pete Reynolds. Wally Moon, left-hand batter, stands deep in the box. The outfield playing him straight away. Now's on at third, moves in just off the edge of the grass. Early win, the veteran right-hander deals a two-ball at outside, ball one. National League prepares now to make a number of changes. They've got a lot of activity along the sidelines. Early win looking into Yogi Berra. He's set and fires down. There's a curve outside, ball two. Two balls, no strike. The batter, Wally Moon. And the American League leads 3-2. We're playing in the last half of the fifth inning. Four hits for the American League, three hits for the National League. And there have been some big ones. Sam Jones is throwing in the bullpen for the National League. Fine right-hander from the San Francisco Giants. Wind checks on the sign. Very deliberate wind-up. Two-ball delivery. There's a curve that catches the outside corner, and it's two and one. There's a fine breeze blowing up towards the outfield. And the fans really enjoying this one. Early win with the sign is ready. Fires on the 2-1 pitch. It's outside, ball three. Three balls and a strike now to Wally Moon. The National League with nobody out batting in the last half of the fifth inning. They've drawn within one run of a tie. Johnny Fox drifting back at second base. Pete Reynolds deep at first. And with early win, back of the batter, 3-1. Comes down with the next pitch, and it's a high curve outside, ball four. So the National League gets Wally Moon on first base. And there's a runner there with Del Sandel coming along. Sandel got a single right through the center in the third inning. So early win now has his work cut out for him as Del Sandel, who can hit the long ball and who's a cagey veteran of experience at that plate. Slightly open stance now zone is backed up from the third base bag about two or three steps. The outfield is shading around to the left now as Calavito in right center. Reynolds holds against the runner. The look by win. And the pitch fired down to Crandall. He fires the bunny, popped it, and it is grabbed by win for the out. Trying to bump that ball and popped it up right in front of the plate, grabbed by early win for out number one, and Wally Moon hustles back to first. Number 15 coming up there now is Joe Cunningham. 
He's done an outstanding job for the St. Louis Cardinals this year. He's a left-hand batter. On the season, he's been hitting 343. Playing in the outfield. So now Nelly Fox and Early Wynn get together to have a little visit on how they're going to pitch to this young man. He can swing that big bat. And the difference in the ball game at the moment is only one run. American League three, the National League two. And the base runner out at first with only one man out. Billy O'Dell, the left-hander, working in the American League bullpen. Here's the stretch by win. The check on the runner at first and the pitch. Outside, ball one. Wynn may be bothered a little by the bandage that he has around his left ankle. And as Russ reported to you during a... Uh, picture-taking session for the team. Part of the platform collapsed and early found about five members of the White Sox sitting on him. Throw to first. Stop throw. Back safely. One ball, no strike. Easy lob over to first. He's back safely. All right, Cunningham, who stands very deep in that box. He's almost uh, shaking hands there with umpire Bill Summers working the plate. Look over to first in the pitch. One down. A bounce to the left side. Aprecio has it. Feeds it to Fox. Through to first. is too late. Fourth play at second base. One of those slow rollers had to wait for it to come along. And he tossed it over for the fourth. But Cunningham gets on. So Cunningham on the field is charged. He's on that batting for Conley. And Junior Gilliam is coming along. Junior's a switch hitter, batting from the left side against the right-hander, early win. William batting 319, and he'll get a big hand since he represents the Los Angeles Chargers. Early win now with a runner at first two out, playing in the last of the fifth inning. Deals one to Gilliam, outside with the curve, and it's ball one. I've not seen Wynn throw the knuckleball yet. Jada Pinson, a very fast man, has come in to run for Cunningham. So Pinson, Beta Pinson, a very fleet-footed youngster, comes in to run for Joe Cunningham with the batter Junior Gilliam swinging that wood in the last half of the fifth inning. Star leads away. Wynn takes a stretch and takes a look at him. Pinson edging away the pitch. is just outside and it's ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Well, that home run ball has been a big one today. Not too many of them, but what have been hit has gone for important runs. Malzone got one in the second to start the American League off. A two-run home homer by Barron in the third gave him two, made it three. The National League got a run on a double and a sacrifice fly in the first inning to take an early lead. And now the National League threatens here in the fifth inning as Robinson hits one for a home run. They have a runner on at first two out. Ball two count to the batter, Junior Gilliam. Again, win checks on the runner. There goes Pinson. The pitch is swung on and foul back. So, Pinson, who gets a tremendous jump on a pitcher and can really fly, had started down the second, comes back as the ball is fouled off. Two out, two balls and a strike. Data Pinson has had 16 steals on the season so far, so you get an idea of just how fast and elusive this young man is. Wynn is mindful of it, throws over to first, he's back safely again. Stretch now by Wynn, Pinson bobbing him a little bit, edges away, two balls and a strike. 
Marking his feet and Wynn now tips off the rubber. Fans are loving it. All right, once again, Simpson jumps off to a lead. There's Wynn with a stretch. And the pitch coming down to Gilliam, outside, ball three. Three balls and a strike as Wynn misses with the curve. Well, Gilliam now steps out. Takes a look down to the third base coach. Pete Reynolds holding against the runner at first base. Simpson now looks into Gilliam, and they kind of exchange the niceties of the afternoon, and Wynn would like to be in on it. Takes off the first time from Yogi Berra. Now takes the stretch, and Simpson edges away. 3-1 pitch is outside ball four, and the National League has runners at second and first. Gilliam, up there batting for Johnny Temple, draws the walk. And Ken Boyer, who was a very flashy and big star for the National League in 1956 in Washington, not only with his great defensive play, but with his big bat, is up there now. He's hit two times at bat. He has not faced early wins. His two previous efforts were against the young right-hander, Jerry Walker. So a fast man at second, a speedster at first, and the stretch now by Wynn with the outfield slanted around to the left. The first pitch coming down, a fastball over the outside corner for a strike. Wynn, despite his many years in baseball, can still reach back and blister one through there. Plus, he's accumulated a vast knowledge of how exactly to work with these batters. Stretches once again. Looks back to the runner's second, Pinson. And deals one, that's high and outside, and it's one and one. One ball, one strike. We're in the last half of the fifth inning, and the excitement starts to build. As manager Fred Haney digs into his reserves, and Casey Stengel goes for his. And all of these all-stars, each in his own right, fine major league ball player. One-one delivery. Half swing started to go. Checked it. It's outside. Two balls and a strike. Breaking ball dropped down and outside. Calavito, who's taken over in right field, is on a line in right center. Mickey Mantle over in left center. And back near the screen and left is Al Kaline. Now zone backed up along the line at third base and Aparicio deep at short. Fox is shaded over near second. The runners lead away now. Pinson at second, Junior Gilliam at first. And early win ready with a 2-1 delivery. Deals a strike on the outside corner and it's 2-2. Two two. Got that fastball just above the belt over the outside corner. 2-2 two, two count with two out. Two on and a big pitch coming up. Pinson now moves down the line from second. Gilliam again leads away from first and win with a stretch. Is ready. Fires to the batter. High. Ball three. Three balls and two strikes. Tried to get him to go for that high fastball. But Boyer was having none of it. And it's now three and two. A full count and the pressure mounts. National League fans predominantly here in the Los Angeles Coliseum. About 50,000 of them. And, of course, we're just guessing. Let to go now as early win. Takes a look back to the runners, and there they go. The 3-2 pitch is outside ball four. The bases are loaded. Well, early win now has the bases loaded, and one of the most amazing young men in baseball today, Hank Aaron, comes along. Well, let's check where all these gentlemen are at the moment. We got Beta Pinson, 
over at third base. At second base is Junior Gilliam, and Boyer is on at first. Mike Wilhelm throwing in the bullpen for the American League. Hank Aaron, the batter. He has sacrificed with a fly ball that's brought in a run, and he has popped to the third baseman. First pitch to him is outside, and it's ball one. Base is loaded. National League coming up here in the last half of the fifth inning. Four hits for the American League, three hits for the National League, and it's three to two with the American League leading. Here's the pitch coming to Aaron. Wings and fouls it off. Back on the screen, and it's one and one. One of the amazing things about Hank Aaron is this youngster who's been the terror of the National League for so many years with his fine hitting. In all-star competition, has never had an extra base hit. So that, I'm sure, is uh, something of great concern to early wins. He's mindful of it, and he'll be working with extreme caution, but with the bases loaded, how careful can you be? Base is loaded. There's a swing and a ground ball out of first baseman, taken by Pete Reynolds, steps on first, and that's all. As Hank Aaron grounds out to Pete Reynolds. One run for the National League on a leadoff home run by Frank Robinson. There were no errors, and three men are left on at the end of five full innings to score. The American League three, the National League two. We're going to have a new battery now as we move into the top half of the sixth inning for the National League, Sam Jones, who has done an outstanding job for the San Francisco Giants, who has won 14 games while losing 10 on the season so far. And his 14 victories equals his best winning year of his career. So now in the National League lineup, we will have Charlie Neal at second base. Junior Gilliam will be at third. Jones, the pitcher. Al Smith from the Cardinals will catch. And Mickey Mantle will face Jones. The pitch to him, a fastball outside, ball one. Al Smith working back of that plate as Sam Jones gets set to go and he fires on the one ball delivery and he gets the strike over. Never forget watching the no-hit game pitched by Sam Jones against the Pittsburgh Pirates some years ago. Walked the bases full in the ninth inning then struck out the next three men. Fouled off to the left and it is a one ball, two strike count to Mickey Mantle. Mantle so far today got a single in the second inning when he pushed the buck by the starting pitcher for the National League, Don Drysdale. He walked in the third, so he's one for one. One ball and two strikes, and we're playing in the top of the sixth inning. The American League leads three to two. Here's the delivery outside, and it's two balls, two strikes. Junior Gilliam at third. Ernie Banks at shortstop. Charlie Neal at second. Frank Robinson at first. The 2-2 pitch. Outside, ball three. Just missed with that one. Wally Moon is still in left field. Willie Mays is still out in right center. And Hank Aaron is out in right field. So a full count to Mickey Mantle. Jones set the 3-2 delivery. Swung on a drive deep to the right center field. Going out there is Willie Mays. He's got it. And out number one. Willie Mays, who makes it look so easy as he just drifts out there and casually catches that ball. But no indication that he's taking it easy. That's his great drive and ability of catching that ball. Rocky Calavito, who has 31 home runs on the season. Strong right-hand batter from the Cleveland Indians. Stands deep in the batter's box, and Sam Jones, who's no stranger to him, used to be a teammate of his, fires a fastball low and outside. Ball one. 
Moon back near the shadow of the fence in left field. Willie Mays over in left center, deep in right is Hank Aaron. There's a fat ball for a strike. A beautiful pitch on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. Calavito comes over to the on-deck circle where Frank Malzone has the rosin bag. Calavito took over from Roger Maris. Maris was hit with some two times at bat, and Calavito's getting his first swing with the bat. Here's the 1-1 delivery. A curve, and he drives it deep to the left, and it's foul. Big souvenir out there for the folks. So it's one ball, two strikes. Alavito, who has developed a little trademark of flexing his back muscles, pushes his cap back down in there. Sort of draws a bead and points that bat out like a rifle at Sam Jones. Jones ready to throw that arm up there. Here she comes, the one-two pitch, the sidearm fastball outside. Two balls, two strikes. Russ could check me on this. I don't think Jones ever comes down with the same pitch to the same batter in three times. You really moves the ball around all the time. 2-2 two, two delivery. It's strike three call as he broke a fastball on an outside corner. That ball jumped over that corner and Calavita took it. So Sam Jones records the strikeout. That's the eighth strikeout recorded by National League pitchers today. John Glasdale had five in his three innings. Conley worked two and struck out two. And Jones records one. There's two out in the batter now, Frank Malzone. His home run in the second inning got the American League back into a 1-1 tie. 3-2 American League. The pitch canal zone. Texas swinging the ball. Dropped outside and low and it's ball one. One ball, no strike. Gilliam guarding that foul line at third. Backed up two or three steps. Jones set with a big motion. Fires outside and it's ball two. Just missed with that one. Umpire Bill Summers taking a good look at it. Summers has took over at the turn of the fifth inning from umpire Bill Joukowsky. Both about the same size, and of course all of these men in blue who have not only dedicated their lives to baseball, but worked at it every minute. There's a half swing, but it catches the inside corner, and it's back one. Now Zone tried to check his swing, but that ball of Jones moved and caught the inside corner. It's two and one, two out, nobody on. Three runs on four hits, no errors for the American League. Two runs, three hits, no errors for the National League. Been some fine pitching here this afternoon. Here's Jones with a 2-1 delivery. There's a fly ball hit deep in the center field. Well, he really turns. He's driving up towards the fence. Going back to the Over the shoulder catch by Willie Mays like an end going out for a football catch. And he makes the catch. And that's all for the American League in the sixth inning. Nothing across. And at the end of five and a half innings of play. Now, in the middle of the sixth inning, the score is the American League 3, the National League 2. Yeah, I was watching Nellie Fox leave the diamond, and sure enough, he went out of his way to touch third base. A lot of ballplayers have these little superstitions, and most of them can't tell you why. But there are many things they have good reasons for, and that includes shaving the Gillette way. As Nellie's teammate, Louis Aparicio, puts it, I never owned a smoother shaving razor than that Gillette adjustable. It's fast and comfortable. Yes, comfort is the story, for never before has there been a razor like the Gillette adjustable. You simply turn the adjusting dial to get nine different degrees of edge exposure and edge angle to fit your exact requirements. Now it's easy to find the setting for you. A turn to the left gives less exposure. Dial to the right for more blade edge. 
The Gillette 195 Adjustable is a one-piece razor. Changes blades instantly, rinses clean fast. And it's filled with this guarantee. We guarantee the finest shave you've ever had or your money back. You fans have gone so for the 195 Adjustable, you may have a little trouble finding it. However, your store receives a new supply within a few days. In trim travel case with Gillette Blue Blade Dispenser, only $1.95. American League now, new pitcher is Hoyt Wilhelm of the Baltimore Orioles. Wilhelm, who spent so many years working over there in the National League, will pitch first to Willie Mays and to a new catcher, Sherm Lawler. Popped up foul over near the stands goes Pete Reynolds, shading his eyes right near the foul line. He's got it. Foul ball taken by Pete Reynolds as Willie Mays goes on that knuckle ball of Hoyt Wilhelm's and fouls it off for out number one. Wilhelm has had a rather incredible career with the former New York Giants, now San Francisco Giants. He worked for many years. He was an excellent reliever for them and drifted into the American League. As Banks swing and fouling it off, back of the screen comes Sherm Lawler. I don't know if he'll have a chance. The wind might bring it back in. It's out of play. Wilhelm, I... Yes, you could say reached the heights of his career last September 20th when he pitched a no-run, no-hit game versus New York. One to nothing. So the American League now facing perhaps one of the most devastating home run hitters in the National League, Ernie Banks, the man with a quick wrist, or as Russ says, as they say over in Chicago, Mr. Everything. Outfield around to the left. Wilhelm gives him the fluttering knuckleball. It's over for a strike, and it's strike two. No balls, two strikes. Next pitch, he fouls it back, and it count holds two strikes. Some folks say that all Wilhelm really needs to do to get warmed up is to manicure his nails. But that knuckleball uh, really jumps around, and when Hoyt uh, has good control of it, which he usually does, it's pretty tough to beat. He started off this year racking up nine straight victories. Here's the nothing and two pitch. There's a swing, and he straightens this one out. A fly ball deep in the center. Mantle's back. He's got it. Ernie Banks changing that knuckle to a fastball, but he lines it to the center field in two out in six innings. Two down, and Frank Robinson who put the National League within a run of a tie. The American League is leading 3-2. This is the last half of the sixth inning. Robinson hit a home run in the fifth inning. That one came off early win. He walked in the second inning. Off young Jerry Walker. The pitch is a fastball. Wilhelm changing up and coming down with a fastball. About 90% of his deliveries are knucklers. Ready now. Fires the right-hand batter. This one way wide. Goes back to uh, Sherm Lawler, and it's one ball and one strike. One and one, two out, nobody on. American League leading by one run. Three to two, the score. Wilhelm set with a 1-1 pitch. There's a swing, a solid smash. Back through the box. Back out of his second. It's a base hit for Robinson. So Wilhelm gives up a base hit. And the hits are now even. Four feet. 
Harrison League got only two hits off Jerry Walker, this young 20-year-old right-hander who left the ball game after three innings, having allowed only one run, struck out one, and only two base hits. Early win worked the fourth, and Wilhelm here working in the sixth inning. Left-hand batting, Wally Moon is up there. Throw over to first, he's back safely. Frank Robinson, the base runner at first. Brian Duran is throwing slow, ball one. Brian Duran up and throwing in the American League bullpen. The greatest danger for Wilhelm is with a man on. One ball delivery. There's a swing and a far ball hit in the center field. Mantle drifting back, still backing. He has room and he makes the catch for the out. So the sixth inning, no runs, one hit. There were no errors and one man is left on for the National League. And at the end of the sixth inning, the score is American League three, the National League two. Top of the seventh inning. And for the American League, facing Sam Jones, will be the bottom portion of the lineup. Louis Aparicio is scheduled to come up there. I imagine the folks around Oklahoma Way are really singing the praises tonight of this youngster, Jerry Walker, who impressed everybody here, both National League and American League, just generally baseball fans. Youngster only 20 years old, who's only been in organized baseball for a few years, coming in and doing such an incredible job. Billy O'Dell has joined Ryan Guerin in the bullpen. O'Dell, the left-hander from Baltimore, Ryan Guerin, the number one fastball reliever for the New York Yankees. And Sam Jones, We'll try his luck here in the top of the seventh inning against Louis Aparicio. Little Louis has done just about everything you could ask for a ball player and more. He's been the really strong man. He and Nellie Fox for the Chicago White Sox so far this year. Made incredible stops and has an amazing arm and can run. Swings the bat pretty well. Looks at a fastball outside, ball one. Sam Jones working now for the National League. Drysdale started calmly in the fourth, and Jones came on in the sixth. Next delivery. There's a strike. Jones, who has great motion, sort of pivots around on his right foot and kind of conceals his arm with a twist of his uh, hip motion and then kicks that leg and brings that ball around. One ball and one strike. The delivery. Pass ball. Fun outside. Two balls and one strike. On deck for the American League, coming up as a pinch hitter, is Tony Kubek. Two balls and a strike. Pass ball outside. Ball three. So Hoyt Wilhelm is going to leave. Well, he did a fine job. 3-1 pitch is swung on. Top foul. Coming over as Hal Smith may have a chance for it. It is out of play into the stands, and the count is three balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Aparicio leading off. This is the top of the seventh inning. Fans have seen some magnificent pitching by both sides today. And they've seen some fine defensive play, and they have seen the power demonstrated with the home run. Aparicio stands in there, stands flat-footed about halfway deep, now bends over at the waist. 3-2 delivery. Fouls this one back. Count holds 3-2. and two. Kubek is uh, just really getting back into shape after a collision with Gil McDougall in a series some weeks ago. Balls, two strikes. Aparicio waits. There's the next pitch. He tries to check his swing, but Jones gets it over the inside corner for strike three. So Aparicio becomes a strikeout victim. And for Jones, that's his second. 
nine strikeouts recorded by National League pitchers. Tony Kubek comes up now to bat for Hoyt Wilhelm. So it'll either be Billy O'Dell or Ryan Buren for the American League in the last half of the seventh. First pitch, a slow floating curve is a little high and inside, ball one. Al Smith of the Cardinals working back at that plate. Sam Jones on the mound and moving in close at third is Junior Gilliam. Pitch to him, checks his swing and it's outside, ball two. Gilliam protecting against the slap on the left side of the infield has moved within about a step of the infield grass at third. The outfield playing straight away. Two balls and no strike. Jones set. Fires a fastball down low, ball three. Three balls, no strike. The American League is leading 3-2. We're playing in the top of the seventh inning. Tony Kubek batting for Hoyt Wilhelm. Left-hand batter, strong, weak. Gets the strike, three and one. As Jones pumps that good fastball right down the middle. Frank Cressetti coaching at third for the American League. Harry Cookie Lavagetto, the manager of Washington, coaching at first. 3-1 delivery. Like two call, he got another fastball. Or that Jones has rested can dip back in there and find that mustard seed and really spread it all over that ball. He can fire. And with his motion, he makes that ball jump in there. Three and two now, pitching to Tony Kubak. He's ready. He comes down with it. And he just missed outside. Ball four. So Kubek is on. First walk given up by Jones. One out, and Pete Reynolds about her. Reynolds, about a week ago, was shifted over to first base. He has struck out twice today. He's walked. He's a ever dangerous man with that bat. The runner leads away, takes a fastball high outside, ball one. One of the teams in the American League took some slow-motion pictures of Reynolds to show to their batters to show how he concentrates on the ball. Takes the strike, and it's one and one. They discovered with these slow-motion films that Reynolds looks that ball and practically could read the signature of the President of the League if it came up there. Really concentrated on it. Throw to first by Jones. The ball gets by Robinson, and going to second is Tony Kubek. The ground rule holds him there as the ball bounced into the stands. Jones just uh, fired that ball over to first, I presume with the San Francisco Giants, the first baseman is probably always uh, anticipating that throw. And Russ nods his head yes. So it'll be uh, charged an error, and the first error of the ball game is charged against the pitcher. Sam Jones on the throw, which allows Tony Kubek to go to second. Top field straight away. One ball count. Pete Reynolds the batter. One and one. High with a curve, and it's two balls in the strike. The American League is leading, and they're threatening here in the seventh inning. Kubek with a long lead from second. Gilliam again with that left-hand batter up there, not far away from the bag at third. A curve outside, ball three. Part of the ball, and as Banks came over to field it, he fumbled it momentarily, and they have charged Banks with an error. So an airless ball game going here until the seventh inning, and two errors in a row now have put the American lead with runners at third, and a runner at first. One of those smashes that bounced back through the box as Jones reached out with his bare hands. The ball was deflected uh, just off his fingertips, and as Banks had broken for the ball, he had to sort of 
retraced his steps and reached for it, and the ball just dipped off the end of his glove. So, 3-2, to two, the American League lead. And they now have a chance to add to their lead as Nellie Fox steps up there with one hit in two official times at bat. Runners at third and first and only one out. Jones ready, spins one. It's a little high and outside, ball one. Gilliam right on the edge of the grass at third. Ernie Banks shaded over near second. Charlie Neal is backed up at second base, and Reynolds, of course, the base run at first being held there by Robinson. One ball delivery. Swung, sliced out into left field, curving foul. This little Nelly Fox during the regular season. Quite a magician with that bat. that foul ball, and uh, the officer is not chasing him to administer any punishment, he just wants to warn him that the baseball field, the diamond itself, and its enclosure is intended strictly for the ball players and not for the youngsters. Isn't it? Baseball people don't want him to have a souvenir, they don't want him to get killed if a line drive comes out there and these youngsters are out on the field. One ball and one strike, and that pitch is high, and it's ball two. Two balls and a strike now, now he parks the batter. American League lead, 3-2, and they're threatening to cook something up here with Tony Kubek, the base running third, coming down the line. Reynolds holding close at first. Jones ready, 2-1 pitch. Long and line right back out through the middle. It's a base hit. Reynolds holds at second and coming in to score is Tony Kubek. Fox lined the shot right by the pitcher and right out over second base in the center field. And Elroy Pace, who was throwing early in the ballgame, is up and throwing for the National League. Oh, Nelly Fox drives in a run with a single. That is hit number five. Well, the batter now is Al Kaline. He's making his first appearance, batting in the number three spot. He took over for Ted Williams in left field. Kaline hit a home run in the first All-Star game in Pittsburgh this year. And runners at second and first, and he takes a fastball inside that backs him away, ball one. Kaline batting 323. Suffered a uh, compressed fracture earlier this year, but has apparently recovered. And he's ever dangerous standing in there. Jones ready, fires down to him. The fastball is thrown outside. Ball two. Al Kaline of the Detroit Tigers, signed right out of high school, moved right into the big league. Four to two, the American League is leading. This is the top of the seventh. Jones in trouble, delivers. The curve is knocked over, and it's two balls and a strike. Boy, that's a beautiful curveball. Jones starts it right at these right-hand batters, and then it just slants right over. Outfield around to the left. Pete Reynolds at second. Nellie Fox at first. There's a swing and a fly ball. Hits into the shallow center field. Coming in is Willie Mays. Poised under it. He's got it. Puts that basket under and made the grab on it. Throws in a second base. And we have two outs. Waller. Catcher. Waller is up there now. Lawler has certainly been a big iron man for the Chicago White Sox. He's taken over for Yogi Berra on the season batting 265. Lawler very quiet. Stands fairly deep in the batter's box. And bends just slightly at the knees. Jones spins the fastball inside and Lawler backs away. 
Not two straight away. Four to two. The American League is leading. Five hits for the American League. Four hits for the National League. And two errors here in this seventh inning have not helped the National League. Throwing error by Jones. A deflected ball. And an error charge to Banks. Next pitch. He takes the strike and it's one and one. Lawler uh, commenting with Al Smith, the catcher, on the beauty of that pitch. Spun over there by Jones. Sam Jones. Known as the toothpick. One-one delivery. Fastball. He strikes a three-dollar first situation. Robinson and the runner's going for third. Pete Reynolds digs for third. A throw down to the first baseman, Frank Robinson. Hit him on the heel of the glove. Bounced away from him. And it'll be another error. Error charged to the first baseman, Frank Robinson. Al Smith threw a strike down there right over the bag. But on the play... Runnels is allowed to go to third base, and that's the third error for the National League. Runners at third and first, and Lawler stands in there. One-two pitch to him, a curve outside, ball two, strike two. So Pete Runnels stands out there at third, Nelly Fox at first. Two balls, two strikes. And ready now is Jones, pins one, just misses outside, ball three. Al Smith handling the catching for the National League. Umpire Bill Summers working back of the plate. Bill Jakowski, who started back of the plate, worked the first four and a half, has moved to third base. Charlie Barry's out at second. 3-2 pitch with the going is outside ball four, and the bases are loaded. So Sam Jones has given up his second walk. Roy Faith is throwing out there in the National League bullpen, and Mickey Mantle is coming up against Sam Jones. Well, this is a tough situation for Jones. At third base, Ronald Fox is on second. At first base is Sam Lawler. And the pitch to Mantle. Fastball over the outside corner, a strike. American League leading 4-2 as the... American League starts to pile up some potential runs here in three men on and two men out. Jones ready, fires on the one strike, pitch a swing and a miss, and it's strike two. Go ahead, ball dip. Don Drysdale, who started for the National League, sitting right down in front of us. He likes Jerry Walker, very boyish, fine-looking young man. Two strikes, two out, the base is loaded. Jones ready, fires, and a half swing, and it is ball one, strike two. Here's the official paid attendance, 54,982. Wonderful baseball fans from all around the United States, and especially out here in the West Coast, watching these all-stars. Pitch coming to Mantle, swings and slices it foul, and the stands out in left field. Count holes, one ball, two strikes. Batters, Mickey Mantle. There's two out. Sam Jones in a very tough spot as the American League tries to break this ball game wide open. Here's the wind up. Pitch coming down to Mantle. Swings and he misses. And that is all as Sam Jones strikes out Mantle. His second strike out of the inning in the seventh inning for the American League. They get a run. They had one hit. There were three National League errors, and three men were left on. 
Through the middle of the seventh inning, the score is American League 4, the National League 2. Number 2, Al Keyline has moved over into center field, and Tony Kubek has gone out into left. So Mickey Mantle has come out. Odell is the new pitcher for the American League, a left-hander. Fires first, nine outside, ball one. Right-handed batting catcher, Hal Smith. Dick Gross is starting to throw in the... Uh, I guess he's on the on-deck circle. Next pitch, swung on, popped up back at second base. Moving over there is Nellie Fox. Underneath the ball, and on the edge of the grass, he's got it. So Hal Smith up there, leading off for the National League, last half of the seventh inning, pops to Nellie Fox, one out. Odell working here in the last half of the seventh inning, and we're going to have a pinch hitter for Sam Jones. Dick Grote comes on to bat for Jones. Grote, a right-hand batter, wears number 24. Odell fires a fastball over the outside corner for a strike. On the season, Grote is batting 263. He's a fine runner, and he's picked up a 15 double so far in the 1959 campaign. Pitch him in the dirt. As Odell tries to break off a curve, it's one ball, one strike. Four runs on five hits, no errors for the American League. Two runs on four hits and three errors for the National League. Cal McQuish, who's been one of the most amazing pitchers in baseball this year, starting to throw in the American League bullpen. There's a line one-hopper to Louis Aparicio. Winds it up, fires it over to first, and he gets him. Ball started off as a liner, dips a little bit, and a one-hopper to Aparicio. He throws him out at first, and he's two down. Billy O'Dell gets the first two men to face him. And he brings up Junior Gilliam. He came up. And he will bat in the leadoff spot for the National League. Odell delivers the curve that he fouls back. Junior Gilliam. Outfield around to the left. Tony Kubek in left, Al Kaline has moved to center, and Rocky Calavito's in right. With Malzone at third, Aparicio and Fox have played all the way at short and second. Fastball is low. One ball, one strike. Two out, nobody on. Four to two, the American League leading the National League. Odell delivers a fastball for a strike. One ball, two strikes. Now a classy little left-hander has a good fastball. He just one of the group of promising young pitchers that Paul Richards has developed over at Baltimore. One-two delivery, fouled off, out of play. So it's one and two. Junior Gilliam, wearing number 19, stands fairly well uh, away from the plate as he bats as a right-hander. About three quarters deep in the batter's box. Odell looks him over and is ready and delivers on the one-two. There's a curve, dipping low and inside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes. 54,982 here today. Fine turnout. Odell set, two-two pitch is fouled off. And the count holds. Two balls, two strikes. Fans have seen a lot of baseball. And those two exciting battles for the 
Balance in both leagues will resume tomorrow. Odell delivers on the 2-2. There's a swing and a foul. Cut back in the stands. Another souvenir and the count holds it. Two balls, two strikes. Umpire Bill Summers stepping off that plate. So far in the ball game, the home run hitting and the pitching have been the big stories. There's a curve low, and it's ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Billy O'Dell, young left-hander firing for the American League. Jerry Walker started, worked three. Early wind came on in the fourth, worked two. Wilhelm worked one. And O'Dell works here in the seventh. Here's a drive deep in the left field, and it is going over for a home run. Over the left field screen for a home run by Junior Gilliam. And it puts the National League right back into this ballgame. Junior Gilliam just parked one over that fence out there. has had no previous all-star record, but he has now as he whacked the home run. And here's Charlie Neal. He uh, has been picking on that fence of late. First pitch to him as a ground ball hit down to the third base, and Malzone hobbles the ball, picks it up, fires the first, and he's out at first. Malzone fumbled that ball, picks it up, fired over to Pete Reynolds in time to get the runner. And in the seventh inning for the National League, they get a run on one hit. There were no errors, and nobody's left on. And at the end of seven innings to play, the score is the American League 4, the National League 3. Rod Pace will be the pitcher now for the National League. Drysdale started, Conley in the fourth, Jones in the sixth, and Pace, who has an incredible record of 14 victories, no defeats on the season, as 19 in a row over two seasons. Surprising uh, fellow to look at him. Russ, of course, has an opportunity to see him. He doesn't stand too tall. He stands about 5'8". But he's a pretty fancy pitcher, and he's ready to pitch to Calabito. Delivers. There's a drive deep in the left field, and it is gone. That one will be about halfway up in the Coliseum. It's a long drive high in the stands of the left field area of the Coliseum to make it 5-3. to three. Space delivered one pitch, and Calabito hit it out of here. Five to three now. As the home run ball, third home run hit by the American League so far today. One by Malzone, one by Yogi Berra, and one by Calavito. Frank Malzone, the batter. Face ready. Delivers. As the ground ball hits the right side, coming in is Charlie Neal. Up with it. First to Robinson. He's out at first. One out in the top of the eighth inning. face, as they prefer to be called, has a big motion for a little man, and it looks like he's really blinding you with his dazzling fastball. He's got a good fastball, but he has a fork ball, which I guess acts pretty much like a knuckler, doesn't it, uh, Russ? Louis Aparicio looks at a fastball for a strike. One out in the top of the eighth inning. The American League leading now 5-3. Pitch coming down to Aparicio. Swings and misses, strike two. Gilliam, keeping his eye on Aparicio, now drifts back with a two-strike count on him. Aparicio, a fine bunter. Willie Mays has moved shallow in left center. 
There's a fastball on inside. One ball, two strikes. Wally Moon out in left field. Willie Mays in left center. Hank Aaron in right. Gilliam at third. Banks at short. Charlie Neal at second. And Frank Robinson at first. Al Smith handling the catching. And it's outside ball two. As he tried a fastball on the outside corner. We have had three home runs for the American League. And we have had two home runs hit for the National League. looks him over. Aparicio stands in there. The 2-2 delivery is fun. And it's a fastball outside. Ball three. Hal Smith with the arm cocked ready to fire. But outside, says umpire Bill Summers, and the count is full. Three and two. One out. Face from New York State. Looks in now. Is set to work. Comes down with a 3-2 delivery. Swung on. Popped out into shallow right center field. Moving over is Willie Mays. He lets Hank Aaron take this one. And it's out number two. Thank you. Oh, yeah, nicely. He's got quite an outfield out there now with Willie Moon in left. Mays in center and Hank Aaron in right. Fine speed. Fine throwing arm. Two down. And about an hour is Tony Kubek. Kubek came up to bat for Wilhelm in the seventh inning walk. He later scored a run as three errors. He swings and he misses on the fourth ball, strike one. Face ready. Winds and fires. And he's blown outside. One ball, one strike. Five runs on six hits, no errors for the American League. Three runs on five hits and three errors for the National League. Low and outside, ball two. Two balls and a strike. Tony Kubek batting here in the top of the eighth inning. Two balls, one strike. Next pitch is swing and a miss, and it's strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Two-two delivery is a swing and a foul tip on to by catcher Hal Smith. So it goes as a strikeout in the eighth inning. One run on one hit, no errors, and nobody left. And so at the middle of the eighth inning, the score is the American League five, the National League three, now takes over at first base for the American League, and Cal McQuish has come on to take over the pitching. Cal McQuish, representing the Cleveland Indians, also from Oklahoma. We've had a lot of Oklahomans pitching here today. Gene Connolly from Oklahoma, Walker from Oklahoma. Now McQuish, he's won 13 while losing four. Will pitch first to Hank Aaron. The first pitch to him, a strike with a curve. Hank Aaron. One of the truly great ball players of the National League and in all of baseball. Got 29 home runs so far this year. He's been flirting with that 400 mark all year. Outfield around the left for him. McClish steals one. He swings and he misses and it's strike two. McClish has uh, perhaps one of the sharpest breaking curves in the American League and also has a very sneaky fastball. Sets the batters up. 
He's ready now, working on two strike count. Comes down with it. There's a curve that's a little low, and it's ball one strike two. Last half of the eighth inning, the American League leads in the ball game by a score of five to three. McLeach ready, fires. There's a curve outside, and it's two balls, two strikes. Herm Lawler grabbing that one. Frank Malzone, Louis Aparicio, Nellie Fox have gone all the way so far in this ball game. And Vic Power taking over at first base. Here's the pitch to him. Checks his swing on a slow-breaking curve, and it's ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Well, this is a very big pitch for the National League and the American League alike, even though there's a two-run differential. You get a man on, things start moving around. On deck is Willie Mays. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Swings out, a bouncer down to zone. Up with the ball. Fires it across to power. He's out. One away in the eighth inning. And Camilo Pasquale. Great sidekick, Pete Ramos. Starts to throw in the bullpen. Pasquale and Ramos, who have been uh, certainly the two strong men of the Washington pitching staff, been very close through these many years. Ramos explaining today to us that they're concerned over in Washington about Pasquale. He's developed a very sore arm. Pitch coming to Willie Mays. Swings out, a bounce to the third base, and Malzone on a big hop. Fires across the first close play. He's out. So McClurk gets two of the big hitters of the National League to bounce out to the third baseman. And coming up now is Ernie Banks of the National League Chicago Cubs. Banks is hitless and three times at bat. And that's unusual for this man with a great wrist. Two out, pitch by McClay. Fastball, strike one. Here's McClay's ready. Comes down with a one-strike delivery. Six, strike two calls. Tried to check, but couldn't. Went around. Now K-Line is out in left center field. Backed up in left is Tony Kubek and Rocky Calavito in right center field. They're giving Banks all of that right field corner. Two-strike delivery comes down as he tries the curve and it misses outside. One ball, two strikes. Two out, nobody on. Last half of the eighth inning. American League leads the National League five to three. One-two delivery. Outside and low and it's ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Fox is practically uh, over at second base for Banks. They're thinking that Banks is going to pull that ball. Malzone guarding the line at third. 2-2 pitch on the way. Wings at a curve and he misses strike three. So Cal McClish comes in in the eighth inning and retires three of the big men for the National League. And in the eighth, nothing across for the National League. At the end of the eighth inning, the score is the American League five, the National League three. Big power at first base leads off against Roy Face in the top of the ninth inning. Face delivers. He hits the scribble on the first baseline. Taken by Robinson. Steps on the bag. He's out. Power swinging on the first pitch. Got a hold of that fork ball, but dribble it along the first baseline. Taken by Robinson. who was able to grab the ball. Step on first and is one out. Face came on and worked the eighth inning. Was met by home run by Calavito, then put down the side in order. Sally Fox, the batter, has two hits and three official times at bat. He's played the entire game. 
wind up by face in the first pitch to Nelly. High outside, ball one. Face looks into Hal Smith, ready to work. Comes down with a one-ball pitch. There's a swing, a ground ball to the right side. Coming in for it is Charlie Neal. Throws to Robinson, two out. Two up, two down. So Face has retired in the last five men to face him. And Al Keyline comes up there. Keyline took over for Ted Williams. He's had one time at bat. Hit a far ball into center field. Outfield drifts around just a step or two to the left. The American League leads 5-3, top of the ninth inning. Pitch coming down to Keyline. Swings a bouncer along foul. Third baseline. Crisetti makes a nice stop on that one. Throws it back over to Face. Cassetti looked in such marvelous physical trim. Looks like he could take a glove and move out there and play. Face ready now. Delivers to K-Line. Swings and fouls it back in his strike two. Five runs on six hits. No errors for the American League. Three runs on five hits and three errors for the National League. The errors figured only in one run being scored. They came all in the seventh inning. Nothing in two pitch. Swung on, slice foul, going into the stands out in right field. The shadows now are starting to drift out in the Coliseum, or to the left field area in the shade. But it's been a truly beautiful day in California, as Russ told you, not a cloud in the sky. No balls, two strikes. Al Kaline waiting as... Roy Face gets set and deals on the two-strike pitch. He kicks and it's inside. Just a bit and it's one ball, two strikes. Sam Waller on deck. Face working carefully. K-Line's got the power. One, two delivery. Swings and fouls this one off. Count holes. That's one and two. Well, in the last half of the ninth inning, the National League will have some... Big swingers coming along. Al Keyline swinging that bat. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on. Foul back. This one coming back out of play. So, Keyline distributing a few souvenirs around. Casey Sangle started this game with seven new players in his lineup, started with a group of left-handers. And it's been a battle, 5-3. That's the score. Here's the 1-2 pitch. He fouls this one off. The K-line, a very difficult man to fool. There's Roy Face working out there. But Face, who has fooled some of the best hitters in baseball, Trying to get out of this one with two out, nobody on. Delivers, and there's a swing and a miss. And he's got him. Strike three, and that's all for the American League of the ninth inning. Nothing across. And at the end of eight and a half innings of play, score is the American League five, the National League three. Well, this last half of the ninth inning will be it as far as the National League is concerned. Their last chance to get back into this one. Calavito trots out to right field. Now Kalon goes back out to center. Out to left field is Tony Kubek. Now zone at third, Aparicio is short. Fox at second, power at first, and Cal McLeish comes out. Fox, Aparicio, and Malzone, the only three ball players in the American League to go all the way. 
Match League has had Aaron and Mays and Banks and Moon who have gone all the way. So it's up to Cal McClish, man who started his baseball career in this National League, who himself admits that when he came out to the Pacific Coast Conference and learned to throw that good curveball, it helped him a great deal in his baseball career, and who last year moved into the kind of favorite role of an extraordinarily fine right-handed pitcher has again repeated this year. And he's out there now working in the last half of the ninth inning. Well, Brooks Robinson, uh, Frank Robinson, I'm sorry, the Cincinnati first baseman who has hit a home run and two times at bat is coming along. Robinson came on in the fifth inning. He's had two for two. A single in the sixth and a home run in the fifth. Al McClish getting his first look at this Big free swinger. All right, the right hand is set. The pitch coming down. He takes outside. Ball one. Fish trying him with a fastball. Five to three, the score. National League needs two runs to tie it up. McClay's ready and fires on the one ball pitch. There's a strike with a curve. So it's one and one. One ball and one strike. There's a smash going through the left center field. It's in there for a base hit. And Frank Robinson opens up the ninth inning for the National League with a single in the left center. His third hit of the day. First hit off Cal McClay. And that evens up the base hit. Six to two. National League has had two home runs so far today. The American League has had three. And Wally Moon is up there now, a left-hand batter. Moon has gone all the way, lined into a double play, hit a fly ball to center field in his walk. And Smokey Burgess on deck for Pittsburgh, representing the Pittsburgh Pirates. And we're going to have some activity in the bullpen. Pete Ramos goes to work once again for the American League. All right, the runner first, Robinson, leads away. McClitch is ready to work. The pitch coming down, a swing and a miss on a curve. Back one. Well, the National League fans here in the Coliseum in Los Angeles now moving to the edges of their seats as the National League team tries to pull itself together and get back into this one. They trail by two. McClish checks on the runner, delivers a curve that's blown outside, one and one. Jeremy Waller of the American League White Sox handling the catching. McClish on the mound. Now zone at third, Aparicio at short, Fox at second, and Big Power at first base. Set by McClish, look to the runner. The delivery. Ground ball, foul, off to the right, rolling over near the National League dugout. So it's one ball and two strikes. Nobody out, and the runner at first base. Place looking in, has a habit of popping that ball into his glove. Big Oklahoma lad takes the stretch. And the one-two delivery. Fastball outside. Ball two. Rolling outside to this left-hand batter. Wally Moon, who has delighted the Los Angeles Dodger fans who are in attendance here. Fastball outside. Ball two. Rolling outside to this left-hand batter. Wally Moon, who has delighted the... Los Angeles Dodger fans who are in attendance here today along with the rest of the baseball fans watching this game. 2-2 pitch now with a look to first. Here she comes. 
fouled, and it is two and two. Went swung around a curveball, just got a little piece of it, fouled it down at his feet. Smokey Burgess of the Pittsburgh Pirates on deck. And he's been a big man for the Pirates this year, was sidelined for a while with a fox in hand. But he can swing that bat, left-hand batter. All right, the stretch by McClish to look to the run of the 2-2 pitch. Outside, ball three. Trying to get him to go for a fastball, and Wally Moon checks his swing, and it's a full count now, three and two. With Frank Robinson, the base runner first, and the American League leads by two runs. It's a five-to-three ball game. Each team with six hits, the National League has committed three errors. The American League has played heroic ball. Outfield straight away for the American League. Calavito deep in right. K-line straight away in center. McLeish ready. Fires on the 3-2 pitch. Here she comes. It's outside for ball four. So we have runners at second and first now for the National League. With Wally Moon drawing the base on balls and moving Frank Robinson down to second. And uh, Harold Smith is going to bat for himself. Smokey Burgess on deck will undoubtedly bat for the pitcher. Nobody out here in the last half of the ninth inning. National League refusing to count itself out. He's up there now with Harold Smith, the right-hand batter. Runners leading away. Power looking for a bunt. Bunts it. Powell trying to push it along the first baseline. Big Power driving in from first base, but the ball was fouled off. They've got Malzone semi-anchored at third base. He's moved into the edge of the grass. The idea, of course, is to try and commit Malzone, get him to come in if they can, or get the runner over if they can. So that's what they're trying to do. McLeish trying to make it difficult for Smith to bump that ball. Nick Power playing just off the edge of the grass at first, ready to drive in. McLeish with a stretch. The runner's edging away. The pitches. Tries to butt it. He misses for strike two. First fired the fastball, hummed it down there. Smith time to reach it to bunt it, and he missed it for strike two. So the pressure mounts here in the last half of the ninth inning as the stars of the National League come battling back against the stars of the American League. Outfield around to the left. Now zone even with the bag. Has moved back a step or two. Power still playing a little wary right off the edge of the grass. McClish stretches. There's a curve that's inside, and it's one and two. This has been a seesaw battle all afternoon. National League went out ahead with a run in the first inning. American League tied it up with one in the second. They got two in the third, and that's the way it's been going. Here's a one-two pitch. It's swing and a miss on a fastball. Strike three. So McClace gets the strikeout. That's his second. That's only the fourth National League player that has stuck out today. American League players have stuck out 12 times. Smokey Burgess coming up. Batting average on the season of 289. Left-hand batter. Outfield playing him straight away. Calavito's over in the corner and right. The pitch coming down to him. Swings out. Grand ball to Malzahn. Goes to first with a throw, and he's out at first. He was going to go to second with a throw, but Foxy had to play deep, and between first and second with his left-hand batter could not get over in time to cover, and so Burgess bounces out, but the runners move up. Runners at second and third, two men out, 
and it leaves it up now to Junior Gilliam. Bud Daly, knuckleball, fastball, fine curveball pitcher from the Kansas City A's, has joined Pete Ramos in the bullpen. So the tying runs are out on the bases. Two men out. As Smokey Burgess hits the ground ball on the left side, taken by Malzahn, who could not throw to second, and had to go to first for the throw for the out. Two out, Junior Gilliam. Hit a home run. He is waiting now as the pitch from the plate comes down. It's a curve that drops low and inside. Ball one. Gilliam hit his home run as a right-hand batter. He's batting left-handed against the right-hander Cal McClay. Potential tying runs on the bases. Robinson at third, Wally Moon at second. The pitch to Gilliam. Pitch low, ball two. Pitch up. over there. One and one with two out and two on the pitch. Swings out the ground ball right side. Taken by Power. The race for the bag. He's out. It's Power set on first. So the American League wins the ball game five to three. And in the ninth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, and two men left for the National League. And the final score is the American League five, the National League three. Final score, American League five runs, six hits, no errors. The National League, three runs, six hits, and three errors. In a moment, we'll review the highlights of the game for you. Well, it's happened, ladies. They've put an end to the messiest part of a home permanent. Now, new no-mix Tony has a neutralizer that's actually easy to use. The first neutralizer that comes already mixed. No more watery neutralizing like old-fashioned permanents. No more fixing and mixing. No more drenching and dripping. Never again. With new no-mix Tony, there's no powder, no water to mix. Tony's no-mix neutralizer comes pre-mixed and concentrated in a handy little plastic bottle. Just snip off the tip and squeeze. What a creamy neutralizer. It's full of rich conditioning liquids that give you Tony's famous hidden body. And that's what holds any hairstyle like no other permanent can. Get new no-mix Tony. Put hidden body into your hair this new easy way. It's the first permanent with neutralizer already mixed. New, no mix, Tony. Bob Neal, a great job of calling this game, which the American League All-Stars have won by a score of 5-3. Five, five runs, six hits, no errors. The three runs, six hits, three errors. What a day in the young career of Jerry Walker, who starts in his first big league game, 20 years old, and he is returned the winning pitcher of the day and the loser will be Don Drysdale. Don was tagged for the long home run by Yogi Berra, which put the American League on top 3-1, to one, and the National League never could quite catch up. Home runs on the afternoon, and there was only one that you could say was not really well tagged, and that was the home run by Frank Malzone early in the game. But real long wallops by Rocky Calavito, Yogi Berra, Frank Robinson, and Junior Gilliam. And this uh, game at one time was just a fantastic dream, really came true as 54,982 paid their way into the Los Angeles Coliseum to see the American League All-Stars and the National League All-Stars come to grips in a game that gave the fans everything that they came to see. Great managing by Casey Stengel and by Fred Haney as they juggled their forces as well as they could and came out with the type of baseball game that fans will continue to turn out to see. You'd have to signal out Jerry Walker as the number one hero, the youngster, but it was a great team victory for the American League and the two clubs 
are now even on the season. The National League winning the first one and the American League winning the second game today by a score of 5-3. to three. This broadcast is authorized under broadcasting rights granted by the Commissioner of Baseball solely for the entertainment or listening audience. And any publication, rebroadcast, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express consent of the Commissioner is prohibited. Well, the second All-Star game of 1959 goes into the record book. And what a great victory it was for the American League. The next event on the Gillette Cavalcade of Sports takes place at Madison Square Garden Friday night. In a 10-round welterweight scrap, Charlie Scott meets Jasper Ortega. Be sure to tune in for all the excitement. Consult your local listings for time and station. Uh, thanks to our NBC engineer, John Panley. This broadcast was produced by NBC sports director Paul Jonas. And now this is Russ Hodges correcting our uh, NBC engineer to John Pollock, saying smooth sailing, smooth shaving, and good night for your host, the Gillette Safety Razor Company. <laughs>